Blog Talk Radio. Hang on, T-minus 30 seconds and counting. You know, this used to be a hell of a good country. I can't understand what's going on with it. Chaos. 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 T-minus 15. Oh, they're not scared of you. They're scared of what you represent. 10, 9, ignition sequence start. What you represent to them is freedom. We have ignition. All engines are running. <coughs> Good evening, Texas bikers and bikers all across the nation and the world. This is Texas Biker Radio. My name is Mel Popeye Moss. My co-host, Mel O.G. Robbins. We are with Sons of Liberty Riders MC, and we are we welcome you to our program tonight. Uh, good evening, Mel. How are you doing, buddy? Doing good. Do we even remember what the hell episode we were doing next? Or? And I left that out, and this is episode number 308 is what this is. 308. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, 308 of these we've done. So, uh, And the title of tonight's show is Naturally, We're Back. We're back. <laughs> That's right. We got a lot of stuff to say. Mel, but before we get started on any motorcycle stuff or anything, else, I want to uh, offer our condolences to uh, the to a fellow former worker uh, comrade, I guess you'd say, uh, that worked with me in aircraft and uh, uh, this weekend. He lost two family members out at Lake Grapevine, and he tried to his, his best to rescue them. He is oh, wow. distraught. Uh, his uh, his girlfriend and his her uh, son uh, both drowned in that lake. And Mel, as you know, I, I I docked my sailboat in Grapevine and Louisville for many years uh, before I moved it to Kima. And uh, man, I can't tell you how many people have drowned in those lakes. Uh, you can go out and wade in those lakes, and then all of a sudden there's a drop-off. And, Mel, when that happens, you can no longer see them. The water's so muddy, so murky. They're gone. And if they're, they're, they're incapable of swimming, if they don't have on life jackets, uh, they're in trouble if they can't swim. I was going to ask if the uh, predominant number of drownings have just been people that were out there waiting, and uh, it sounds like they can't swim. So they hit one of those drop-offs, and uh, it's adios. It, it is, Mel. And I can't tell you how many times over the years and we're talking that 30 years span, that uh, the number of people, it's, it's amazing, Mel. It, can, it will happen weekend after weekend after weekend. I've seen it do that. Where people take their children out there, and in this case, the, the young man was uh, autistic. Uh, you know, they take their kids out there. They don't put them in life jackets, and they let them wade. It's very dangerous. Oh, man. Yep. Very dangerous. Yeah. I got to tell you, I I got a healthy respect for stuff like that. When I was four years old, to this day, I have vivid memories. My dad, uh, my dad was a fisherman, and we were out fishing on Puget Sound, and I was walking around on these slippery rocks, and I was, we were on a little jutty, and he was on the other side so he couldn't really see me, and I slipped off the rocks mm-hmm. into the water, and the next thing I remember was being in the car headed home. I must have passed out. Fortunately, I must have made one hell of a racket, and he heard me and came and got me. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, uh, and you just you can't let a kid out of your sight when they're in the water unless they got at least a flotation device on. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Out of all those years, we never, uh, with my boat being in those waters, well, we never lost anyone. Uh, we had a couple of close calls, but, uh, you know, uh, really, really dangerous these area lakes are. And uh, mm. so uh, that young man's name, uh, well, he's not a, well, he's a few years younger than me. Uh, Randy Rogers is his name, and uh, our condolences to him. And uh, Mel, while we're offering condolences, let's uh, let's talk about the police officer this weekend, uh, Officer Gibbons, that was uh, run down by a drunk driver while escorting a funeral uh, of a fellow officer. So, uh, going to offer condolences to that direction too. Uh, absolutely amazing. I find it amazing, Mel. They were escorting a funeral. At, uh, I think was it six p.m. Yep. I think it was. Yeah, six p.m. Uh, usually they don't. They're not that late. They don't run that late. Uh, but maybe they were just going to a chapel or something. I don't know. But uh, Mel, that now <laughs> that. The dr- the uh, the driver of the vehicle it, uh, ran into him and over him I guess uh, he was released on bond and uh, of course everybody decided that uh, hey uh, that bond wasn't enough and he wasn't wearing an ankle bracelet and they wanted him back and by God they got him back uh, so that that Good. guy is going to get he's going to get the book thrown at him uh, I that, certainly that hope so. Is. I certainly yeah. hope so. I mean, you know, we all, everybody in life makes mistakes, but that is not a mistake. That is a bad choice. Yeah. And there's a big difference there. And that son of a bitch doesn't deserve to see daylight again for doing what he did. Right. And it's a, that's a real responsibility, getting behind the wheel and getting out there and driving. And every biker out there knows that our roadways are filled with frickin' lunatics driving these four-wheel vehicles. Just mm-hmm. looney tunes. Can't well, stay off their cell phones. Can't see anybody on the road other than where in the hell they're going. Yep. And they're generally speeding also at the same time. Uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. And what was it, Mel? A year a year ago, or a little bit over a year ago, where the the couple was uh, uh, run down up in the Frisco area uh, by the hard eight. Remember that? Yeah, uh, at that intersection by a drunk. There we exactly. go. Husband and wife wiped out. Exactly, Mel. It happened right in front of their children. Their children were yep, following they were them. Follow- yeah, they were following them home. They're following them wherever they were going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it's just amazing. I know, you know, they say the greatest preponderance of motorcycle accidents happen at intersections. So we're all, you know, just on razor's edge anytime, at least you should be when you approach an intersection, be watching and for God's sakes, when the light changes, don't try and be the first one out in the intersection because you never know which idiot is running a light. But, exactly. you know, by the same token, I got to tell you, when I was headed for church uh, this last Saturday or the Saturday before, I, I mean, I'm, I'm there. I'm, uh, I'm in the Grapevine area on that, that huge spance of uh, 121 from two lanes over this asshole in this big black suburban comes headed right for me wanting to make a cutoff and and an, an off ramp could have cared less who the hell was beside him behind him or whatever you just I'm telling you it's defensive driving 101 out there continually for anybody and stopping by the side of the road. We as a club, if you remember, made a decision. Uh, We haven't 
we haven't followed it real closely, but we need to be uh, uh, need to be stricter on it. And that is, if we're on a run and somebody goes down, or not not goes down, but uh, you know has to pull off to the side for whatever reason, the road captain goes with them, but the rest of the crew needs to proceed to the next off ramp and get the hell off the road because we all seem to tend to park on the shoulder. And that's not a good practice anymore, as witnessed by some of these latest accidents. Exactly, Mal. And uh, <laughs> it, it just everybody just needs to, I mean, you, you, you can't have 360-degree vision, but, uh, you know, it's, just have to be careful. Just be careful. Well, Mel, you want to explain to everybody a little bit what we've been doing? And we didn't really want to come back this early. We didn't really want yeah. to come back this early. We were trying to get past our vacations and past our ride that we're going to be doing here to Tennessee and then come back after that. But just everybody kept asking about it, right? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, you know, it was kind of time to take a break. Uh, we had really, you know, covered Waco uh, thoroughly, you know, through every dip and curve in the road and uh, loved to bask in the glory of uh, the defeat of Abel Reyna, uh, which was great. But it was kind of time to take a break, I think. Uh, uh, you wanted to build that uh, that new studio, so we can do more video stuff, and uh, you know we've been we've been busy jumping off here and there, going to meetings and being out of town. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I'm headed out of town next week, uh, and I'm going to be down in Galveston. But uh, I'll be happy to join you if I can, uh, if if we do the broadcast again. Right. Uh, notwithstanding, we've got our all states call next Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> Right. Oh my God. <laughs> so, uh, so it's it's been a busy summer, but uh, we've had a lot of requests. Like, where the hell have you guys been? And thought, well, you know, maybe it's time we get back in here and uh, start pitching again because certainly enough has happened uh, through the course of time here, and there's a lot of stuff about to happen that needs to be covered and we need to talk about. So exactly. It's, it's time. Exactly. And Mel, uh, talking about the studio, the studio's uh, just weeks away from being finished. Uh, then I'll have to put the, the, the equipment in it and all that stuff. So I'll look maybe, uh, maybe three to four weeks to have that up and running and uh, doing some testing with the new formats and stuff we're going to be using. Uh, so we've got a lot to do there. Uh, building the thing uh, in this heat has just been brutal. Uh, so, but uh, you know what? We're on the downhill run now. It'll get done. I relax a little bit more at uh, at night now <laughs> because it was driving me crazy at one point. And so, you know, uh, even though we've been gone, we've been keeping our eye on the ball. We've been paying close attention to what's going on out there. Uh, you know, I mean, the latest in Waco is is that you know we're we're still at at 25 people uh, that are facing a trial. Uh, we don't think it'll happen this year. We don't think it'll happen on Abel Reyna's watch. Uh, we could be wrong, but I think uh, Abel Reyna may have had enough. I don't know. We'll see if he tries one last gasp. But as everybody knows, there's people out there now looking into his uh, his campaign financing and where where the money went. And so that's that's an interesting thing when you start looking at that and when you start seeing who the donors were uh, to Abel Reyna. And like I like I said, they they could have asked me and I told them to save their money. <laughs> yep. Well, you know, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked if he doesn't try 
some last-minute grandstanding because we all know his ego far, far exceeds his intelligent quotient. Well, you know what, Mel? And I really, truly believe this. His daddy's worse than he is. Probably, and could be egging him on. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think his father is worse than he is. But, Mel, we uh, in these three years, we've sp- exposed the corruption, the collusion between all these judges. And, you know, and, and uh, our work is not done in that arena. arena. We want to expose that these guys work with each other, have each other's backs. And, you know, for instance, the guy that just delayed the uh, civil suits again. And there was no reason to delay those lawsuits. None. Not the yeah, reason he just he told came. them they're going to go away. Well, had, let me tell you, he's taking care of his buddies is what he's doing. They're all in cahoots. Mm-hmm. They're all in cahoots. And that that has got to stop. That has got to stop. How do we stop it? Public awareness. We expose them at every corner. You know, and that's not only in Waco, that's across the state. You've got this mess going on out there. You've got a judge that's doing this kind of stuff. You let us know about it. And these show trials, Mel, these show trials, you know, I, I was watching the uh, the documentary, uh, Manson's Last Words. Did you see that? No. This, this, <laughs> no, I didn't. Remember, remember the helter-skelter thing? Oh, yeah. That, that was Charles totally Manson. made up. Listen to this, Mel. That was totally made up by the DA. He had the best-selling criminal book of all times off of that made-up narrative of Helter Skelter. That documentary is incredible. Hmm. Absolutely incredible. And I, I, I think I watched that on Netflix. I'm not sure where I saw that at. But it's interesting as hell because it relates to what's going on today in these show trials. Like when they're putting up fences around these courthouses during trial. They're show trials. They're trying to set a narrative, scare the public, and most of all, scare the hell out of the jury. This this is this is something we've got to fight. And something well, we've you know, got hopefully... to oh, go ahead. By now, you know, and you've you said the key word here many times, and that's we expose the truth. The mm-hmm. public sees what's going on. Uh, much like we did in Waco, those ads we ran in the paper, the relentless uh, speaking that we've done, the rallies that we've held in Waco, uh, the jury nullification people that have been down there pounding the oh, streets yeah. and passing out. Uh, literature, which I think, you know, became very key uh, to where people understood that, hey, it doesn't matter what the hell the judge tells you. If you decide as a jury that the individual is not guilty, they're not guilty. There wasn't enough evidence. Uh, But, you know, it's one thing to expose, and I think there, there are two major things that have happened here that should stick in the minds of at least Texans. And that is, number one, people got out and voted in the primary and got Abel Reyna the hell booted out. Mm-hmm. He's on his way out. He has lost his office by all rights and means. You've said it over and over. You had the golden-haired boy running once again for district attorney in McLennan County. He was the fair-haired child. Oh, yes. Republican, Hispanic, family well-established down there. He'd already been in for two terms. There is no reason in hell he wouldn't have been 
reelected under normal terms. But exactly. Because the public became aware of the truth and took the time. You know, it, everyone thinks, oh, my vote doesn't matter. doesn't matter if I get out and vote because it, it's not going to count anyway. Well, lo and behold, enough of you got out there and voted against him. And what happened? Abel Rain is gone. Same thing happened with Trump. Yeah. Had people not become upset enough to get out there and vote, Trump, Trump, under normal circumstances, if there had been a reasonably decent opponent for Trump, I don't think Trump would have had a prayer in hell under normal circumstances, but these are not normal times in this country anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're they're trying to bury us. They're stripping all right. of our constitutional rights, taking everything away, our rights and liberties, want to turn us socialist. There are enough people in this country that are concerned about that. They were concerned enough, they knew the truth, and they got out and they voted. So that is step number two. One, be aware. Two, now go damn do something about it. Go vote. Take that extra effort, and we can win this back. We can bury them all if we just stay on the same track. Exactly, Mal. Exactly. And, you know, Abel Rain is on his way out. Thank God. He'll be gone. In January of 2019, you know, with these show trials at the federal level, they're they're not over. Oh hell matter no! Fact, matter of fact, is they're waiting for the next one. You know, they're waiting for the next one. It, it, it remains to be seen, you know, who's going to fall into that 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 trap because because like. Uh, what was it you said, Mel? The the feds win about 95 percent of the time or better. Oh yeah, absolutely. In fact, the federal system is designed not to go to trial. There you go. There you go. Think about that. Ninety five percent of those cases, Mel, that never go before a jury, and then. They are, they are. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They, 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 they threaten them with e- exaggerated oh. charges. To oh, talk they're, about that a minute. They're, they're two favorite charges they come out with that are almost impossible to beat is conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Conspiracy means maybe you didn't even directly commit the crime. Yeah. It's almost like you thought the crime, so therefore you're guilty. I mean, that's that's how far these people go. And the second thing they come out with is the RICO Act. Mm -hmm. And there are so many tentacles in the RICO Act that they go after your banking, uh, God, you name it, you know, and... Between just those two charges, you're looking at like 25, 30 years. Mm-hmm. Just for those two. Throw in a oh. gun. If you happen to have a gun in your car, in your briefcase, or you're carrying a gun, when they pick you up on any kind of a charge, you are now hit with carrying a weapon, and that's another 10 years, and now it's classed as a violent crime. Yeah. That's how the feds play. That's exactly, exactly. how they play. Exactly. And I you know, still can't like believe we... Slick Willie got off like he did. You know, had they not oh. been so stupid in being premature and trying this guy, he should have been a slam dunk. Mm-hmm. I know. But, uh, I mean... Now, I guess it depends. You know, if you're going to go out there and, and deal drugs and do do this do this stuff, uh, 
You know, it's not it's not if you're going to get caught, it's when you're going to get caught. Absolutely. Now, I, I, I knew people that dealt drugs for many years, uh, but they eventually got caught. They eventually ended up in trouble with the law. And most of them I knew went to prison. Most of them I knew didn't go for a long time because it wasn't at the, the federal level. But look at look at uh, what uh, Waco tried to pull right, trying to pull now, where they're adding the crime of riot. Yep, they're trying to pay, play Fed. Yeah, they're trying to stack charges and make it more of a violent crime. Exactly. For being there to eat lunch and attend a political meeting. Exactly. You know what? Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna. We're going to be there to uh, dispel that, um, especially those that were COCI members. You know, I mean, <laughs> there's not many people that went there with the intentions of rioting. And then then again, you know, a lot of people went there and didn't know what the hell was going to happen. Some thought they were negotiating a deal from what I, from what is on in the news, you know, I don't know. So, but we'll, I guess, will we ever find out? I, there's a lot of stuff, Mel. I don't think we're ever going to find out. Nope, nothing that's going to be dis- disclosed publicly. Right, exactly. And uh, I think they mishandled the evidence. They mishandled the cases so bad. I don't, I don't know whether anybody's going to get convicted of anything. Period. I think that's where we're at now. We'll see. Well, you know, along here. Uh, there's been a statement made that has bothered me. Okay? Mm-hmm. And the statement is is that law enforcement saved lives at Wake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, okay, I'll play along with that to some degree. But the situation still exists that it was the law enforcement version of a St. Valentine's Day massacre. They have mm-hmm. recordings on tape of one officer saying, and to be specific, a female officer saying, I thought they were just going to fight. Law yeah. enforcement sat there. They let this happen. And when all hell broke loose, they opened fire and I say they inadvertently saved some lives. It right. was by the grace of God that a few yeah. lives got saved because everyone was getting mowed down. And in the process of mowing them down, they were probably, you know, the people that got mowed down were about to shoot other people and got killed before they were able to do it. Mm-hmm. That's how the Waco PD saved lives. And, that's what I take exception to on that statement, because if you just leave that statement out there in the open air, it makes it look like the Waco PD wasn't too bad after all. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. They inadvertently saved lives while they were massacring people. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. There you go. You know Wait, Mel, being <laughs> we're talking about the grace of God, who uh, created a rainstorm out there on the highway, kept even more people from being there. Yep. Could have been worse. Yeah, there could so have been 500 in jail. Yeah, yeah. So I, were, you know, I think uh, God deserves a lot of credit in this thing. So as, as bad as that is, it could have been, could have been worse. And, you know, it's, it's like watching that video when you see, when you hear or you hear the testimony where the manager said, hey, people people went up there and lined up outside the building, you know, the, the Cossacks. Well, when the firing started, well, wait a minute, I didn't sign up for this. It's time to run, jump back over the rail or back into the patio, you know. They get kind of proves that, hey, well, maybe I didn't sign up for this. I didn't know this shit was going to happen. Well, not only that. There was testimony given in San Antonio by, 
I can't remember who it was. You'll know, Mel. But the problem is we can never get copy of the testimony because those no. federal records will never be made available. But this individual testified to the fact that the COCNI is actually a reputable political organization. Exactly. Hello. Now, now, now was that an, a, uh, an assistant uh, uh, attorney, or you, do you remember who exactly it was? I mean, this, I was- this person had credentials. Yeah, he think he was a FBI. Uh, uh, he was an a, agent uh, or something. Yeah, he was. He's a, a former agent. Well, he's an expert. Who he was? He was testifying as okay. an expert. Former okay. FBI member, that type of guy. Uh, you know, one of those guys. But he, you know, but hey, those records uh, will never be will never be made available. The only way we knew that that testimony was made was because it was an individual sitting in that courtroom reporting yep. on what was being said. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Isn't that a bitch? That's the only way you can get the truth to the public. Hey, look, there's so much secret crap going on out there, Mel, that they, they don't want you to know. And we're paying for the shit. We're paying for it, like these fusion centers. Oh, Mel, let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a damn minute. You we're and not, I went, we're not in any <laughs> we think. Yeah. Go ahead. OG and I went and tested the waters because because we've been involved in the protests and all these other things down in Waco and other stuff I've done over the years. You know, we wanted to see if we were in any any databases, the DPS, the FBI, whoever I might have on us, you know, because I haven't flown in a long, in years, so, you know, and I'm not going to get on one of those ball-grabbing airlines anyway. I'll fly my damn self. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we decided to check the waters. So we sent in a request to the DPS to ask them, you know, if we were on any of their, uh, their, their data, data records, data criminal, centers. Criminal what, gang databases. Yeah, that's what it was. Thank you, Mel. Uh, so, and Mel, what was the answer? The answer was they did a check and couldn't find our name on any database. Now, herein lies the problem. Oh, oh boy, there are, yeah. yeah. There are five fusion centers in the state, all supposedly run by statute by DPS. Now, they don't necessarily say what databases they lay claim to or what databases they're checking. And we can tell you this because we have information after talking to an attorney that has had a client or two that have had problems where the attorney himself has sent in the request to check and see if an individual, his client, was on any criminal gang database, and he came back clear. However, this individual got stopped in one of the counties, and the deputy told him, you are in our criminal gang database. So what the hell's going on here? Just how many databases are there? Who manages Mm -hmm. all these databases? How do they interconnect? A lot of you are probably familiar with the lawsuit that was filed up in Chicago on the database up there uh, that was incorrect. And even the database down here, I was made aware of the fact that even if you have been been entered in the database, if you have a clear record for the last five years you can demand that your name be expunged from that database. So uh, that's all fine and well. The problem is we have not, I mean, it's like dealing with a den of slippery eels. We don't know how many there are. We can't seem to grasp a firm hold on any of them. The DPS is playing a smoke and mirror 
and shell game with these databases. They're not coming clean. And the only way this is going to be settled is if there is some kind of a lawsuit brought against the DPS on those databases where full disclosure is demanded, depositions are taken, and the whole bit. So there's one hell of a process, but it is key, absolute key to motorcycle profiling. Exactly. And, Mel, let me say this. That if you, Anyone out there that has been told they're, they've, they've, they're, they're in this uh, motorcycle gang database, and you've never been in trouble with the law or whatever. Maybe you're just a member or of the club. Or even if you were. You could yeah. be a felon. As long as you have had no arrests in the past five years, you can demand exactly. to be removed from that database. If you've been told, we need to know about it. Please send us the information. Contact us through We Facebook. would encourage everybody to go on that site. Uh, we will repost the site again on Texas. If you go to Texas Biker Radio or Sons of Liberty Riders MC, we did do a posting with instructions on the website to go to. And there's a window that you select on there because it wants to know, you know, what kind of inquiry you're making. And you go to other, which is all the way on the bottom. If you select anything else, some other stupid forms going to come up and they're going to want to charge you. This is a free service. You click other, a form pops up where you fill in your information on you. And there's not a whole hell of a lot. They don't even ask for a date of birth, not a social security number. Basically it's your name and address and your mm-hmm. email. And then a little box at the bottom is, you know, what do you want? And you're basically stating in there that uh, you want to know if you have been, if your name is on any criminal gang database in the state of Texas or in Texas or any, uh, any database, you know, governed by the DPS or whatever. Uh, we encourage everyone to do that. Exactly. I'd like to see all half a million registered bikers out there do this. Flood them. Yes. And see what it comes back with. And let us know what it comes back with. Let us know. <laughs> Pass it on. Share, everybody. Share. That we, we yeah, would I'll, like uh, to. We'll, we'll bring them back up to the top on both sites and then just share the hell out of them to everybody exactly. you know. It's not gonna. It's not going to put you on any radar. No. Uh, hell, if you wear a patch. That'll put you on more radar than anything else for profiling. You're making a simple request. There's not a lot of personal information involved. It's a, uh, it's like a public information for record, uh, you know, uh, a request for public records. That's all you're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's free of charge. You know, Mel, all you got to do is go park your motorcycle any place near where a 1%, 1% club or, you know, the clubs that they're that they've identified as gangs, uh, you know, you could end up with your license plate in the database. Oh, I, I mean, can remember just, uh, here yeah. a year or two back, the COC had a couple meetings at the uh, Scorpion Clubhouse in Dallas, mm-hmm. and the yep. place was just swarming with cops taking pictures of license plates. Yep. Uh, you, know, Mel, you know, I always talk about that, that Duncanville cop that came into to the meeting up there, and I happened to be up front when he came in. He wanted to know what was going on with all the motorcycles. And I said, well, we're having a meeting in here. I said, yeah, uh, there's not nothing you shouldn't hear. You want to come in? Oh, no, he didn't want to come in. He didn't want to 
see anything but the narrative he thought he knew. Right. He didn't want to be exposed to the truth. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, man. Hey, uh, Mel, we want to remind everybody a little public service announcement here. Stay hydrated. It's still hot as hell out there, even though we had a cold front come in. Wasn't but a hundred and what two today or three, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, depending I get tired. on where you were, but yeah, yeah, I get tired of hearing what it feels like. All I need to know is the temperature. I don't want to know what it feels like. Yeah, just give me the just give me the truth, the real temperature. That drives me wild. I think I've told you before, you know, when they give you the temperature in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh-huh. it's taken two, it's taken 200 feet above the ground, the surface of the ground at the McCarran airport. That's what they report yeah. to the tourists. <laughs> well, hell, they say they don't even have to walk outside very much anymore out there. No, no, <laughs> they sure don't. <laughs> no, I mean, it's been a while since I've been, so I'd probably be surprised at what it's like now. But, uh, hey, Milt, uh, let's take a look at uh, one of the political races real quick. We'll do this each week from now on. We'll take we'll take a certain political race and talk about it. And uh, tonight it's. Uh, Senator Ted Cruz uh, versus uh, uh, the Democrat. Uh, his name is O'Rourke. Uh, now, Mel, I, I saw that guy, this O'Rourke guy, on a, a, a Sunday talk show, uh, WW, uh, Channel 8. And, uh, you know, this, this little guy talk, really talks well. He's really slick. But you got to listen close, Mel. You got to listen close. This guy is for for everything that Mad Max is for. Now, in case in case you don't know who Mad Max is, that's that's Congresswoman Maxine Waters. The craziest bitch in the country. The craziest socialist slash communist bitch in the country. Who's who's been told to shut up. This O'Rourke guy, young guy, good looking guy, he's every bit as bad as she is. He's four. Repealing the new tax laws. He wants to increase your taxes. He's anti-business. He wants to save Obamacare. He wants open borders. If you like open borders, that's fine. Vote for this guy. But may I remind you... When you that that the economy's click, clicking along pretty good right now, really good. Jobs that are all time low. Now, if the Democrats get hold of the, the the Senate and the House or either one of them, you know they're they're going to want to revert back to where we were under Barack Obama. If you like higher taxes, if you like looking for a job or not finding a job, if you like the welfare state, these are your people. These are your people. Now, am I happy with Republicans? Oh, hell no. Hell no. Because we've seen what the elite politicians are like, and that's what's going on right now, Mel, 
is we got a bunch of wounded animals. Trump has exposed these people, and they are having a fit. The FBI, the DOJ, corrupt as hell. And you want to comment on that, figure... Mel? <laughs> yeah, they can't figure this guy out. He has, uh, uh, he's diametrically opposed to everything they've ever done and stood for. Uh, they've been working us towards socialism for years now. And uh, uh, along comes Trump. First of all, they didn't even, nobody ever thought this guy would get elected. He gets elected, and he's in there, and he is just kicking ass. I mean, he's doing the best job he can, given the constraints he has and the hate he's getting from the media and, uh, you know, all of the problems. I mean, uh, look at this last Supreme Court uh Justice nominee. You know, the Democrats are refusing to even interview the guy. How do you deal mm-hmm. with people like that? These people are going to cause a revolution within the United States. I'll, I'll guarantee you that's going to happen if this insanity keeps going because you've got, uh, I mean, hell, you got Antifa running around out there crazy as hell. Uh, you've got crazy Maxine running around saying what she wants to say. You got, you got pictures appearing in windows of Trump being beheaded. Uh, this is, this is absolute freaking insanity. And, mm-hmm. you know, while we all would love to sit back and say, Oh, this is going to go away. It's getting worse. And I, these elections coming up, in November are critical. Yeah. They are absolutely critical. And if it goes with the conservatives getting out there and voting again and getting rid of all of these liberals, and when I say liberals, I'm counting some of these swamp Republicans also. Yes. And setting forth a mandate like the Tea Party people did years ago and saying we are not going to stand for this bullshit anymore, then watch them really go crazy. Oh, yeah. They exactly. really go crazy then. Yeah. You know, they, Mel, uh, they've become violent in some, in some instances. They're violent. Well, yes, they are. Yes, they are, man. This all goes back to... Uh, uh, remember the old saying, never never let a good crisis go to waste? The rules for radicals. Oh, yeah, Rob, Rob Emanuel. Rob Emanuel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Came up with that one when he was in the White yeah. House with, with Obama. That was one of his infamous quotations. Exactly. But you know what, Mel? The DOJ and the FBI right now is using that. Russia, 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 Russia. Oh, I'm so sick of hearing about Russia. I and, 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 and what, this stripper? This stripper? <laughs> Stormy? How many? <laughs> yeah. How many? And, and she, she, her husband just filed a divorce. He lives here in Texas. I was gonna say, Who knew that? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, were you aware her husband just filed for divorce and he's going for custody of the child on the basis of yeah. adultery? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think and of that she, one. she has asked on Twitter for privacy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's one giant nut house. And and it's all it's all led by the media. And of course the deep state the FBI, the DOJ, these other federal agencies are are using are using it as a tool to undermine the president. You know, I don't care if you don't like Donald Trump. I don't care. But you got to want what's good for the country. You got to want what's right for the country. You talking about high tariffs from these other countries? He's right in what he's saying. This shit's got to stop. We've got to quit letting people cheat us. Uh, 
Yep. Yeah. We're we're uh, the country is going to freaking sink. Sink if it continues on the path it's on. Well, wait a minute. It's been delayed somewhat by Donald Trump because he's in the way. Can you imagine the state we'd be in today if Hillary would have made it? Oh, man, I I could not imagine what it would be like if she was in office. And I promise you, ICE is going nowhere. For all the Democrats that are out there yelling that, that's just not going to happen. I mean, people don't even know what their function is. You want to keep whining about the children up on the border, settled, you know, separated from their parents. You know, one of them, they said, oh, look, they found a baby who had a diaper with poop in it. How long had he been that way? I mean, just one little thing after the other to throw out there to pull at people's heartstrings. When you got to re- realize that any time an American citizen gets trouble in trouble with the law and their children are around, their children get taken from them. Yep, I was going to say the true test here is go out and do something minor where they have to haul you off and have a uh-huh. minor child with you and see what happens. Exactly, exactly. Hello, everybody. Now, why all of a sudden... Do these people invading our borders have more rights than we do? (laughs) Because of these liberal Democrats that want to say that, you know, the same ones that want to give them the right to vote. I went up to California. They're saying, oh, it's it's just those that have children in school. It's the school board election. Well, what election is next after you get that one? Why are they even allowed to be in school? I think I'm I think I'm starting to lose you, Mel. <laughs> okay, am I there? Am I good now? Yeah, you're back now. You're back now. You were cutting out. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's because I was talking too loud into the mic. Yeah, yeah, it might have been uh, muting you. Yeah, sometimes that happens. But, yeah, I mean, uh, somewhere you just got to start drawing lines in the sand. Oh, that's true. It, it, and you know, I would I would say as a word of caution to all the bikers out there, uh, bikers bikers are kind of a mixed lot, but by and large, there's a lot of alphas mm-hmm. that are bikers. Because uh, uh, you know, riding around on a motorcycle is not exactly for wimps and snowflakes. No. Uh, but you know, they're they're libertarians at heart, and that means they just they don't like a lot of controls thrown on them. They don't like a lot of government. They like freedom. Uh, they like to do what they like to do, and you know, they're not they're not messing with you. You don't want them to mess. They don't want you to mess with them. Uh, and they tend to be kind of uh, uh, kind of laid back, I think, in a lot of, uh, a lot of these areas where they're mm-hmm. thinking, well, you know, I can get out and ride and everything's okay and it's cool. The problem is, is that as all these liberties, liberties are being stripped and as we've pointed out, the feds are laying out there to do their next dirty deed with bikers because if they have their way, you won't even be able to get on the road with a hog patch because you'll be considered a group, a gang. If there's three or more of you, you'll be a gang. I don't care what the hell you're wearing. Pay attention to what's going on. Be active. Be active to the point to where you're at least voting. We're not asking for you to stand out there in line with us, but at least vote. Go vote yeah. for what you know is right. You know, Mel, and the very least, share. When we post something, yep. share it. 
Share sure. the hell out of it. Get it out there. Exactly. And we we say that because it's just like okay, I just rewatched that movie about Benghazi. And mm-hmm. Americans, US citizens are infamous for being forgetful. Politicians count on the fact that we will forget and or forgive within six weeks after an incident occurs. Yep. It fades into the past if nothing's said about it. That's why a lot of a lot of crap is brought out to get our eye off the ball and divert our attention to something else so we forget about this other stuff. Well, I'm telling you, you watch that Benghazi thing, and it starts to stir the embers of anger against Hillary Clinton and Hussein Obama, who let those people die. Yes. Who continually told troops to stand down and not come to their aid for whatever crooked reason there was. And we know there was some crooked reason involved there. Gun running or whatever the hell they were doing. Exactly. You, If you share this stuff, you get it out there and you keep it in front of the people so they keep remembering what the hell has been happening and what's being done to us. And realize, everybody, that that's what the the deep state and the, the party elites are doing with the media. I mean, they're just keeping it out there over and over and over at nausea to the, to the point they hope you believe it. Understand what they're yeah. doing. To prove my point, why do you think that bug-eyed idiot that runs the Senate made the statement if the Democrats don't start hauling water here relative to that uh, uh, Supreme Court nominee, he will delay the activity until September just before the primaries to really Mm -hmm. put the sweat on these Democrats. He's come out, basically what he's doing is he has publicly, (laughs) he's publicly agreed with what I just told you. If yes. he does it close enough to the primaries, people are going to remember this bullshit and they're going yep. to vote accordingly. Exactly. Because not enough time will have passed for them to forget. Hey, Mel, before we before we get off, I want to bring up security clearances. And when I was in the service, I had a top secret security clearance. It was the work we did. Now, I don't expect that I could be able to today walk back on a base and into my old office, old job, and say, here I am. What's going on? I need to see. Now, when these people are no longer in public office, they don't get to keep their security clearances. This is common sense. It's Absolutely. just common sense. Now, I've and you know other... what? Go ahead. Even if they had their security clearance. Now, when I was in the Air Force, uh, we even uh, we had uh, we were around nuclear devices. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, nuclear warheads. Uh, there was there was the golden rule. There are two levels of a security clearance. There's the right to know if you've been cleared. If you have a security clearance, they're basically saying, okay, you have the right to know whatever classification you're cleared at. However, if you no longer have the need to know and those two have to be partnered side by side, right and need. If the need isn't there, you have no right knowing any of that information. Exactly. 
Well, I would, uh, you know, I worked at Edwards Air Force Base. I worked on the B-2 bomber. I worked on the stealth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the stealth bomber, the B-1 bomber. Worked on all these different aircrafts, but uh, around a lot of top secret stuff. I don't expect that I could walk back on the base today and just, here I am. You can't, well, see, when you were like working you said, it, you had the need to know. Exactly. But even though you're a righteous dude today, you no longer have the need. So that eradicates your rights. I remember, I can't remember who it was, Mel. It uh, it was from the uh, Obama administration, I think, uh, that went and stuffed some papers down in his pants. um, Oh, yeah, Sandy, uh, Sandy something. Yeah. I remember that. He he stuck secret documents down in his pants. Uh, well, he was no longer in in a in a position or in a, in a, in office. He was an elected office. It was one of these uh, appointed uh, deals. I can't remember what it was, but he stuffed these documents down in his pants and walked out with them. Nothing happened to him, Mel. Nothing happened to him. He stole them. That's right. Laws for them, laws for us. Exactly. And look as at you him, look so at, fondly look at said it. so many times. That's right. And you know, look at Hillary Clinton. But kept her kept all these secret documents on her damn server at, at some house. Uh, not prosecuted, not dealt with. And she she to this day she has a security clearance. Please tell me this kind of shit is not true. She but should be hung for treason. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, well, uh, oh, they do have it now. Listen to this. they got a drive through pot shop. Are you ready for that? You can drive through and get your pot. Oh, that's Look cool. Looking at the menu, yeah, up in, in Seattle. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta, but it's. Oh my God! Uh, uh, but everybody, keep remembering outlaw public officials. We talk about this all the time. Outlaw public officials. That includes police officers, border patrol, homeland security, of, of politicians, judges. The numbers are staggering when it comes to outlaw public officials. Keep that in mind. Pass that synonym along. Make sure you know what it is. So pay attention to our shows in the future because we're going to be talking about this because we're going to tell you that law enforcement is guilty of more crimes than all the motorcycle clubs put together over a 10-year period. I know. I've looked at the FBI data. I know what it is. That's for sure. Always keep that in your mind. And Mel, <laughs> you know, in a, f- in a few weeks, I'll be on a cruise to Mexico. I'm not getting off the damn ship. Yeah. There's a war. <laughs> there's, there's a war going on in Mexico. And like I, I would stay and, below decks. <laughs> I, and, and, and like I say, how I know this is because my Hispanic relatives, uh, they talk, and here we, they got they got a cousin missed, kidnapped by one of the cartels. Now, they don't know where in the hell he's at. They tried to get some money out of him. Hell, they ain't got any money, Mel. They ain't got any money. But they still got the cousin. They know they know he's alive. That's about all they know. Well, I'm, I'm not getting off. To how much longer he'll be alive? I'm not getting off the damn ship. I'll stay in the casino. I can entertain myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why my wife and kids thought this was a good idea. Because Cancun is a war zone now. They don't want you to know about it, but it is. Oh, they find dead bodies littering all, uh, 
dead bodies are found littered all over Cancun. Oh. <laughs> and it's one of our stops. <laughs> yep. Oh God. Well, <laughs> I think we're about covered for the for this evening. And barely scratched the surface. Barely scratched the surface, everybody. But it was it's fun to be back. It's uh it's gonna be interesting going forward as we head toward the next legislative session. Uh we've got a lot to talk about, we've got a lot of work to do, and we can do this work when we all when we all work as one. When you bring other people into the fold, when you tell people the truth of it all, rather than the mess that they hear through the media and other sources. That's for sure. And we'll be and we'll be talking about these show trials as we go along here. And Mel, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do something about these fusion centers. I don't know how it's gonna work out, but we're gonna we're gonna find a way in. I mean, I don't mean literally. We're going to find a way to find out information somehow, some way. And it's very important that you guys get out there. Go ahead and, and find that link that we just mentioned a while ago and see if you're on any data data list that the DPS might have. I understand that DPS is protected by the Texas Attorney General and the Governor. But we don't give a damn about that. What we give a damn about is the truth. And that everybody's playing a decent, fair game rather than the shit we're seeing out there or this crap we've seen the last three years. Because we know, oh, so much more than we did when we started. Mary, you got any closing thoughts? No, I think we pretty well covered covered everything we could tonight. Okay, everybody. We'll, we'll see what develops. However, I have set off. I did send off an email to see if we could start garnering some support on these uh, on initiating a lawsuit against these fusion centers. Exactly. With that, everybody, stay tuned. <laughs> this should get interesting. Yep. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Stay cool and ride safe. That's all, folks.